BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Vanderpump Rules to Vegas and everywhere in between, it's time to party with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. And we are back. And by we, I mean me and Jamie. How are you? Hi, I'm good. I feel like it's been a while since I've seen you. I went to emo night last Friday. Oh, that yes. was fun. Do tell. Oh my God. Explain it, what emo night is for those who don't know. Well, this was the first one back after over a year. Yeah. So it started in LA and they have it at the Echo, um, mm-hmm. which is in like Echo Park, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, Echo Parks or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, started by TJ, my, our friend, uh-huh. um, and Morgan. And the way that they started it was years ago, probably six or seven years ago, they were just doing karaoke one night somewhere in East LA. Yeah. And they were doing a dashboard confessional karaoke song. And they were like, why isn't there a place in LA where all of our friends can listen to this music oh, I love that, that we love? I never even knew that's how it started. That's the origin oh, story. Yeah. Karaoke. Yeah. And of course I remember because of Dashboard Confessional. Right. I remember the story. But and the only reason I found out about Emo Night was because a year later, after they had already started doing these parties, they were doing them once a week. Mm-hmm. Or believe no, maybe I'm wrong. I think it's once a month. Yeah, but, it was like the yeah. first Monday or the first Friday or whatever. They started out Tuesdays. The, the first, first Tuesday of yeah, every month. Of every month. And then I think towards the end, they switched to Fridays. Okay. And they started calling it Taking Back Tuesday. And here's some tea. Oh. Taking Back Sunday got mad at them for use, for calling it that. Because of the play on. Yeah. Mm. Which is interesting because tea. my friend Talon is now doing an emo night on Wednesdays and he's calling it Taking Back Wednesdays. And I'm like, Talon, you might want to be careful with well, that. Yeah, and that's also name. like not very original anymore. <laughs> right. But he said it's all good. So oh. anyway. Um, yeah, so uh, the reason I found out about it was a year after they started it, Dashboard was actually doing their one-year anniversary show, and I got a notification yeah. on my phone for a Dashboard show, and I'm like, "Fun! what is this emo yeah. night? How did I not know of it? So I've been so going ever fun. since. Yeah. So good. Yeah, I know. So. I've been going, I think, ever since I met you, so that must have been right around when it started. Um, it was probably like a year after it started, Yeah, for sure, yeah. I think that was my first time going was your birthday. Yes. You put on a brave face that night. 
What do you do mean? Do you remember what happened that day? What? We're not supposed to talk about him, though. People get mad when we talk about him. What happened? That was the, like, you were broken up with, do you want to say who? And then you, you didn't tell me you guys broke up, and you showed up anyway. Wait, with Raw? Oh, my gosh. That was the, that was another year. I have no, my years I'm confused. Like, the first time Shay. was with Shay. Yeah, I the was like, next... wait, we're not supposed to talk about Shay? No, oh, my God. I'm confusing myself <laughs> oh. and you. No, the next yeah. oh, year. Oh, no, that year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you... no, I remember that. I give Because you... he came. Because yeah. we didn't tell anyone that we broke up. And I was like, you still have to come to this birthday. No, and you didn't even tell me. And I oh, felt no, so I was bad afterwards. Inside. Yeah. You, I don't know how you did it. I never would be able to do that. I give <sighs> you such credit. For, well, like, you're my best up. friend, so I showed I mean, up. I, lo- and th- I wasn't going to make your birthday about my breakup. Well, I love you for doing that. Like that takes so much like strength. Like I, I can't even imagine yeah. how you did it. Oh God, I remember that. So this, anyway. this past emo night was a very fun <laughs> one. We all came back, and it was so nice to see everybody. And Tyson Ritter from All American Rejects like, uh-huh. surprised everybody, and he got up oh, on stage. Oh, fun. He performed one night when I was there. I remember. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was just him. It was like an acoustic kind of like little thing, but I was there <sighs> on a him. night that he performed. It was so much fun. I love him. There's a whole yeah. other story I won't get into now, but I the reason I live in California is because of him. It was a weird sequence of events that happened like 16 years ago with Holy me and shit. him. Yeah, we'll talk about that some other time. But okay. you were also at a festival. I was. So if you look at the Crossed Festival Instagram, pop that up here for those of you watching Patreon, it looked like just a sea of people all together at the DJ, which it was. I was nowhere near any of that. We got into the festival. It was very, like, there were only two stages. It was like a mini cross festival. It's called, like, Day MVS or okay. some Roman numerals. I don't fucking know. Was it in the same place as Cross? Yeah, same place. So Waterfront it was just, like, Park? missing, yeah, missing okay. the middle stage. Okay. So, yeah, it was at Waterfront. And, uh, like, the bar area and where there was food, like, there were no lines for anything. So it wasn't, like, super crowded. You had to, like, wait in lines to, like, get drinks or anything. Nice. There were a ton of areas to just, like, chill. So I was never once in a crowd. And whenever we were, like, walking, like, to the bathroom or, like, through more people, I had these, like, really cool, like, rave LED masks Mm -hmm. that we wore. And you guys can see that in my vlog that we just posted this week. So it was it was fun. I thought I was going to have a lot of anxiety going. Yeah. Just because of the crowds. I'm like already like I get anxiety going to festivals, but I usually smoke weed. Right. And so I'm just like, yeah, whatever. It's fine. It's a crowd. Like I'm fine with this because I'm high and I just don't really care. This was honestly, I think the first festival I've ever been to in my life that I didn't smoke weed. Because so how did you feel? I'm breastfeeding. I was oddly fine. Great. Like, I don't want to say I'm cured of my anxiety because I it will always be there. But I genuinely believe that since Brock and I have been together, I have been now off my medication for over a year and I've figured out a better way to manage it. And it doesn't affect me the way it used to. But, I mean, you can ask Brock. He'll say, like, leading up to it, I was like, we're not going to be around people. We're not doing this. We're not doing that. Like, we're wearing masks the whole time. But then it was like the second I got there, I was like, okay. I actually, like, I feel good. And then the next day I was looking at Instagram and people were like, you were there? I was like, I was not there, there. Like, I was way behind everyone. (laughs) But it actually, it felt fine. I, I did get a little drunk. It was a, a pump and one dump night, which I hate doing. But I was like, you know, I just 
I wanted to feel a little something other than sober and anxious. What did you drink? <laughs> I made myself a vodka LaCroix, which I haven't had in, gosh, I mean, like pre-pandemic. Like, I haven't drank hard liquor, really. I don't think at all since I've had summer. I think I'd, I've done a tequila shot here or there. But I haven't had, like, a vodka soda-like type of drink. Did you notice your tolerance was lower? Like, did it affect you quicker? No. Okay. No, my tolerance is still there, which is annoying because I can't drink that much because then it stays in my system longer and I still have to breastfeed. So I just, like, pounded, like, a double vodka soda right after. Like, I nursed her, pumped, and then right then, down to drink. We went to the festival. I had another, like, seltzer when we got there, and then I was just drinking water. So by the time, like, I got home, I did one pump and dump, and then I was good. But I had those little strips that test my milk just to make sure. But so I was like, okay, I got a little buzz. Like, I mean, I don't do that anymore. I don't drink enough to catch a good buzz. So knowing that I was going to miss one pump because it was like the six hours that we were there, I was like, okay, I can drink right now. So by the time I get back home and the next one, I was good to go. Did you go the second day too? No, we ended up getting tickets to go to the Padres game. Oh my God. Okay. I saw this post. I meant to ask you about this. Yes. So much fun. We got tickets right behind first base, like in the front row where it was like all inclusive alcohol and food or drinks, like whatever you wanted. It was so much fun. They gave us all of this merch. Shout out to Daryl and Paula from Petco Park. I met them last year when we got invited to one of the first events they did back. It was for Halloween. They did like, yeah, yeah, all these different little booths and they did like trick-or-treating and then they had different like movies and stuff playing. Mm -hmm. So we went for that and I think it was Scream. We saw that Mm -hmm. night. Mm -hmm. And it was so much fun. And then we got invited back for a Christmas event. And they had, like, Santa Claus there. Like, everyone had masks on. You got to take photos with Santa. And it was just, like, another really cute event. Mm -hmm. And uh, they hooked us up with the best seats. They put us on the big Jumbotron. Was it, like, the Kiss Cam? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Literally. This was, like, a bucket list check off for me. So... Not saying that that's how, like, I've always wanted to be proposed to, but I did always think that, like, that would be really fucking cool if, like, that way happened. But then Brock, like, one-upped that when we went to SoFi Stadium last year, and they put on the biggest, like, jumbotron in the world, like, congratulations, mm-hmm. like, when we announced that we were pregnant. That so, cool. so that was, I was, like, already, like, check. But that was just our names up there, because it wasn't, the stadium wasn't open yet. It was just, like, a private game that right. a few of us got to go to. So this, to be on the jumbotron and not even were we just on it they played fucking good as gold that's insane through the entire stadium oh my god so i'm having like so many people like dm me they're like oh my god i'm at the padres game like they're playing your song and some people didn't know i was there because they like heard it when they were in the bathroom or whatever and so i had um screenshot a bunch of those dms and i sent it to daryl who got us the seats and he was like we're gonna put that on our new rotation i was like wait you're gonna play this like at all the games that would be so cool Oh my god! So <laughs> I can say that I'm officially a Padres fan. Wow. I was like, "Fuck the Dodgers!" Never they don't thought do this shit this for me. Would happen. But here's the thing: I didn't even grow up a Dodgers fan. Mm-hmm. I grew up an Angels fan because still Southern California. But I loved the movie Angels in the Outfield. Okay. And I played. Actually, I was a Cubs fan. So because of Rookie of the Year. But I just was a baseball fan in general. I played baseball. I was the only girl on the all-boys team. 
as most of you know, my great aunt Shirley was one of the original members of the Rockford Peaches from a league of their own. Got it in your blood. Yeah. So I just was a baseball fan, but because of movies in the nineties, like rookie of the year and angels in the outfield, like those were the teams I liked. So I was never even a Dodgers fan until like, you know, that one boy I used to hang out with was a that's Dodgers when fan. You tr- that's, that's when I started like following the Dodgers. I, I was like, you're okay. like a diehard no, Dodgers fan. Like, fuck the we Dodgers. Went to the World Series for that. I know. I spent fourteen hundred dollars to yeah. go to the World Series. Yeah. I, I was I was fine doing that because it was the Red Sox, which right. was my team, and it was still baseball. I love yeah. baseball. But it was like, did I really care if the Dodgers won? No, I just did that to fuck with you. Oh, my God. I want to go to Fenway. That and is my number one. You've known this, though. Like, that's yeah. my number one stadium I yeah. want to go to. It's heaven on earth. Yeah. It's the probably one of the most fun, most wonderful memories I've ever had in my life is when I went to, it was a Yankee... Red Sox playoff game uh-huh. when the two of them went to the World Series. It was it was like oh four. Oh wow! And it was like I when they broke the curse. Listening to that in my car in college, like at, in a parking lot, listening to it on the radio, like the play by play. So I yes. completely remember that. It was so cool. And I went there as a Yankee fan coming <gasps> from Jersey. Oh I was God. a Yankee. I was See, I was a Yankee fan. And like being at Fenway and Boston and all of the fans, they. Yeah switched me they turned me I'm like I oh love this feeling the stadium was so great and the fans were so amazing and it was so fun like on Lansdowne like which is a street where you kind of like when you leave the stadium you go onto Lansdowne and it's all closed off and there's all these bars and like there's this place called Jillian's which you'll love if it's still open it yeah hasn't been, it's been a while oh, since I've been there survive. but it's like three stories and there's a bowling alley and then there's like it's so cool because it's a, a bar but it's set up as like a living room with big screen TVs and it was just so much fun Oh, so yeah, we ha- we definitely have to go. What's to that Sox movie? Game. It's with like, is it Drew Barrymore? Yes. Okay, what is? I can't think of what it's I know. called. F- fast was, Fever Pitch. Yes. Yes. So in one of my acting classes, it was like one of the first acting classes I did back in like probably 2006 or seven. I had to do a scene from that movie. And I feel like that was one of the reasons why I've always like wanted to go to Fenway since then. Okay. But just I've been a baseball fan my whole life. And now I'm a fucking Padres fan. They have Manny Machado from the Dodgers now on the Padres. Okay. I think he might be the like highest paid baseball player like in history. Really? I was like, re- I mean, he signed a three hundred million dollar contract, Damn. which they broke it down to um, it's six hundred and twenty five thousand dollars a week he makes. Wow. But I saw that it said when I was like googling, it said historic three hundred million dollar contract. So I'm like historic, meaning like the yeah, most probably, ever. Probably, probably yeah. three hundred million. He I makes thirty million imagine. a year. It's like two point five a month. Six hundred twenty five thousand dollars a week. That's crazy. Fucking nuts. Wow. But, um, what are we? Yeah. We're talking sports on shenanigans. I know. What? Who am I? <laughs> Football season's coming up soon <laughs> oh, too. Oh no. <laughs> yes, I can't wait. I'm so excited for my season tickets. Finally, Chargers. Anyways, that's enough sports talk for the week. So, um, reality TV. Let's get into it. Let's sure. switch gears, as Andy Cohen Let's. says. Wait, speaking of, he has a new show, right? He does. I just heard of this. Yes, It okay. comes out tomorrow on Peacock. Uh-huh. Tomorrow, meaning Thursday, so you guys will get this Friday. So it came out yesterday okay. on Peacock, um, and it's called X-Rated. So okay. he's a host. Yeah. I believe he has co-hosts who are relationship experts, 
and they bring on people who are not having success in love and they talk to several of their exes and they say, they basically give them an exit interview. Like, you know, when you have a job and you get an exit interview, yeah. they do this to the exes, like about the re- relationship ending and why did you break up and what do you think of this person? What do they need to fix? Oh my God. And like, I heard some snippets and it's like, well, the sex wasn't good or they had bad hygiene. And it's like, that's kind of a cool concept because it's like, it's not- At least you can learn what's wrong yeah. with you and what to not do again. Yeah, I mean, have you ever like, kiss someone with bad breath and you wish you could tell them like dude yeah your breath stinks I've had some friends before too that I'm like do I just offer them an Altoid but I'm like oh I feel rude doing that but then I feel like I'm being a bad friend by not doing it because she's single it's not your right. door <laughs> I always have my Altoids no but like and I remember like especially when I was single like I had Listerine strips like mm-hmm. I had one in my pocket one in my purse one in my backpack one in my car like I just always to make sure you're fresh, but one of my friends was not, and I'm like, I think like, I might know who you're talking about. You probably do because it ha- like I was in that situation with yeah. her as well, and I was pissed off at her at the moment. So I'm like, and she was there with a dude, and I'm like, I'm not going to tell her. <laughs> I know, so, so I'm mean. like, oh, so it's like you know, you like offer them sometimes, like, oh, here, even if like I didn't want one, I'm like, oh, I, I'm going to have one. Do you want one? Yeah, like, yeah. take it, take the Listerine yeah. strip. Yeah, it's just one of those awkward things. It's awkwardly, like, it's hard. So. To, but so that's so cool that like now these people are gaining awareness of like what and it's not just one person it's not like some disgruntled ex they actually take like a median score of what several people say so if like a few people are saying the same thing about you Uh it's more you know believable than like just one angry ex right you know so I think it's such a cool concept good luck to Andy I can't wait to watch it I do love that yeah so wait like are the exes like on it or is it like phone calls or like emails or I don't know because I I just saw like a little teaser of it I wonder if like they see their ex or we'll Hmm. find out we'll watch tomorrow we'll tune in yeah I love that I love it so that's a new show. Um, another, which isn't new, but a new show I started watching this season is Love Island. Me too. So have you ever watched the UK or like Australian version? I never saw Australia. I saw a little bit of UK and I didn't want to commit to the time commitment. Right. It's, it's on what? Every night? It's so on it's five like, or six nights a week. And then the night yeah. that it's not on, it's on Paramount Plus. So right. it's basically on every night. But, but this now time it's like, around. I need it every <laughs> night. And when yes. it's not on, I'm like, oh my God, I need to watch Paramount Plus. And if I'm not home to stream it live, then I have to yes. go to the next day. I was like out yesterday running errands or something. Oh, I was actually at the movies. I went to go see, I took Ivy to see Jungle Cruise. Oh yeah, and I, I loved re- it. It was so good. Yeah. But I remember thinking like, oh, I can't wait to get home and watch Love Island. And I'm like, what is happening? I know. I get so excited for it. So who do you like? What are your thoughts? Um, uh, Olivia and Corey. I love that they are a thing now. And yeah. it's just like that they were like right in front of each other right. the whole time and like didn't realize it. And did you, do you have Paramount Plus? Um, I do, but I haven't dove into any of okay, those episodes. Okay, so on the last episode, like from two days ago, mm-hmm. they went to the hideaway. Oh, did they? Yeah. They got it on? They didn't have sex. <gasps> really? He, they were, like, he was very respectful and like they just had like, I mean, they, like, made out and fooled around and, like, mm-hmm. had, like, really good, like, conversations and all of that. But, like, it was so cute. They're sitting up in the hot tub, and he's just, like, you're just so beautiful. And, like, I just don't know, like, how every, like, new girl that came in, it was, like, I kept, like, looking for someone new coming in, and I didn't realize what was sitting right in front of me. Aww. And it was just, like, oh, it was the cutest thing. Like, I ship them. I want them to win. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know how I feel. I think they're both nice people. 
is the is the chemistry really there? With I them? think so. You think so? I'm not I think sure. that they didn't realize that it was mm-hmm. there, and I feel like it, at first it was maybe a little awkward. Yeah. Which I mean, I'm like remembering like when my best friend and I started like hooking up and it was like at first, it was like a little awkward the chemistry was there but it was like yeah but you're like my best friend and like sometimes like you were like a brother but exactly. then it's like so when there's like that like awkwardness right but I feel like it's getting like just even watching that Paramount Plus episode I was like no I you see it. it like hmm. I ship good for them yeah you know who I I don't want to say I can't stand them because I think they're so sweet and they're gorgeous um Will and Kira yeah. mm-hmm. but my complaint is I'm so sick of watching Kira grab Will's face and just kiss him all the time. <laughs> That's all we see them doing is making yeah. out. And there's no community. There's like no conversations, nothing dramatic, nothing interesting. Yeah, no, both beautiful people, but my least favorite couple. Yeah, and it's sad because it's like, ugh, unfortunately, that's what reality is like you need to not unfortunately but like yes like if you're not dramatic you could be seen as boring and it's like why are you here yeah like when (laughs) it was like the Casa more time and we're like oh my god is he gonna pick Flo Mm -hmm. like it was like on the edge of our seat and I was like oh that's which like yay for them you Mm -hmm. know yay for love but for a tv Mm -hmm. show See, I miss, what's her name, Shannon and Josh. Josh. Oh, my God. That was so sad. So sad. And so, like, heartwarming that she went with Mm -hmm. him, too, you know? Because why would she stay? She found what she was there for. Yeah. Yeah. I love them. I miss Cachet. I really, She brought a lot. She brought a lot of energy. She was awesome. Towards the end, when she was, I think her head got a little big at the end when she thought she had two guys, then she was going back and forth between because she wasn't quite used to that happening. And then she was just like, she was really wishy-washy for a minute. And like, I didn't like that. And then... I think she was just genuinely confused. Maybe. Yeah. I won't Yeah. So I can't I do miss her though. Wait to see how this ends because I've never watched a full season. When we were in Australia like a couple years ago when I went, I met a guy who was on the Australian Love Island. Oh. And then when we went to New Zealand, we just turned the TV on one night. I was like, "Wait, that's the guy I just met in the elevator." And I was like, "Holy shit." Like and so I watched like a couple episodes of it, but I had never seen any other version and then I'm at my mom's house mm-hmm. like a month ago or whenever it started and it was the third episode I think and I'm watching it for like 15 20 minutes Fuck, the episode's in. over wait <laughs> now I need to see the recoupling and mm-hmm. that, oh, I got sucked in that the bachelorette I swore I wasn't gonna watch this season and then I did you've been watching every episode like weekly yeah no, no. I, I watched them all I have I feel like okay so then you don't you can t- anything that's happened just feel free to tell me you're not yeah so it well because you asked earlier I saw how Blake got involved yes. so he had like reached out to Tasha, and then because he was on her season slash Claire's season so right. he was like you know third time's a charm <laughs> so then he came in like several weeks in okay and they definitely hit it off right away but then I feel like through process of elimination he won because Michael, who was the single father, he was widowed. So such a sad story. They were together like 16 years. Oh, my goodness. And she got sick and she passed away. 
he was just amazing. But there was um, one scene where he was like on FaceTime with his son. Oh my God, I'm going to cry because now I'm a mom. And he was just like, dad, like, why don't you want to like be around me anymore? Like, it was so sad. And so he was like, I can't be here. He's like, I like, I have to go. And he was in the top four. Oh, wow. So he left when it's like hometowns. And then this other guy, Greg, he ended up leaving as well because he was just like, how do you not know? Like, there's three of us left. Like, just, I love you. Like, tell me you love me. And she was just like... I know it's hard, but like, you know, it's a process. And he's like, but I'm right here. Like, how do you not know? And she was just like, well, I know it's hard. She just like kept saying that. And he was like, fuck this. I'm out. So then he left. Oh my gosh. So now we're down to two, Blake and Justin. Justin's family decided they didn't want to be on the show. They didn't want to do the hometowns. They like didn't really believe in the process. That like so, is usually sorted out ahead of time. I know. That's so. So crazy. he had his like two bros come to his hometown. Okay. So it's like she didn't even get to meet his family. So it was like, well, Blake's family was great. So. Oh no. So do you think? So you think it's not? Genuine? I just I think based on no, I think it's genuine, and I think okay. they they actually do legit have a real connection. But I think she really wanted Greg. But, like, couldn't tell him, obviously, because I don't know what's in their contracts. If they're, like, you know, after Claire left after 10 days, Mm -hmm. they're, like, you have to at least make it to fantasy suites or, like, you don't get paid. Or whatever it could have been, like, logistically for the show that maybe... You know, she's not allowed to tell any of the guys, you know, that she loved them or was like in love or whatever. So like maybe she wanted to, but she couldn't. Or maybe, you know, she wanted to have a last fling and bang two guys before she picked the one. Like, I don't know what it was. Obviously, I'm not her. But I just felt like at the after the final rose, she seemed just so bitter And, like, was quoting off things from social media. She was like, no, you know what it was? You were gaslighting me. And here's the definition of gaslighting to Greg. Okay, so I saw a clip of her saying, you left me when I needed you the most. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. If she's now engaged to someone else, that's an awkward thing to say Mm -hmm. to another man, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, but I didn't know any of the backstory, so I, you know. so that's the backstory. Okay, interesting. So it just, it felt like she was just, like, really, like, bitter towards Greg and he was just such a gentleman. She yeah. she called him out for acting. Oh yeah, she I said that, that too. Wow. Because he had been like to acting school before. Oh. But I thought he was such a genuine like awesome guy. And uh, yeah, it just seemed like she maybe wanted him to be the one. And then he wasn't. And then he left. But then I'm like, then how does Blake feel? Like, did because right. then Justin was like, are we just here like by default? What yeah. the hell? So it actually ended up being an interesting season. I'm so excited for Bachelor in Paradise. Oh God, I love Bachelor in Paradise. Do we know who's there? Who have you seen on the previews? Well, we know Chasen's there. Okay. And who else? Who have I seen on the previews? I feel like the other people I've seen on the previews are people like I didn't really recognize. Oh. When does that air? Do we know? Um, I, th- I feel like it's on like next week. Because <gasps> it's usually like right after the season ends. Oh, yay. Yeah. So... In sad news, BravoCon, I know I told you and mm-hmm. you probably saw, is canceled. Yeah, that's that's a bummer, but I know. I'm sure it's for the best. I think so. And honestly, it was one of the things, it, it was pretty much the only thing that I was like stressing out about in my life right now was like, okay, how am I going to like leave summer for three, four days 
I'm still going to be breastfeeding. I'm going to have to be pumping and then trying to put my milk on ice to then get it on dry ice to like ship it back. Like, cause I can't like, it would go bad if it wasn't frozen within like mm-hmm. those three, four days. So it was just like a big stress was, for me yeah. that I was just like trying to be excited because I know how much fun it is. But I was like, you know what? Maybe this is for the best because now I don't have to worry about all of that. But it is a bummer for all of the fans mm-hmm. and everyone who is looking forward to it. But, you know, whatever keeps us all safest and is the smartest thing, I think that was the best decision for them to make. And hopefully 2022 it is back. Yeah. So BravoCon is normally like indoors and obviously in October well, they only did it once it, but it yeah. was like indoors I assume. Yeah. Right? It's like at the yeah. Javits like the convention center. Right. So I'm sure that played into it too. Yeah. So yeah. So I think next year hopefully if it yeah. happens would be much better timing for your situation Yeah. Least. 100%. Like then I can bring her you mm-hmm. know then she'll be over a year old. So That'll be much easier. But yeah, Lala and I kept like going back and forth. At first, we're like, no, we're bringing them 100%. But then we're like, it's going to be cold. They're just going to be like in a hotel room the whole time. Like, that's not fair to them. Right. So we're like, okay, we'll leave them with our moms. But then we're like, what do we do about our milk? And then Brock found a dry ice place that we could like ship it back. But I was just like, ugh, this is giving me anxiety of having to do that. And also just having to leave her. Like, I leave for a few hours here, a few hours there. But like... A few days. Mm-hmm. I still. I'm remember, not ready for that. Still remember the first time I left Ivy for a couple of days. I had to go to New York because my grandmother passed away, and mm-hmm. I didn't take her, so I left her with her dad. And I, I will still, I will never forget the first time I had to leave her. Yeah. It was very, very hard. Yeah. But it's a part of life. You know? I know. I know. I was gonna do like a practice, like night away, like just like Palm Springs or San Diego, and like have her here, like with my parents, <laughs> just to like see how yeah. it felt. Yeah. But now I don't have to. So, (laughs) yeah. So I'm going to Vegas in a couple weeks, but she's coming. We have a wedding out there for Labor Day, Mm -hmm. but I'm bringing her. And then when we go to Life is Beautiful, I'm bringing her. So I don't now have to leave, and I'm excited about that. But it is such a bummer at the same time. It's, like, bittersweet. And I was torn between that and... Emo Night is doing a fe- like a Vegas festival mm-hmm. thing, same time, but it's at right. like it's outdoors. Yeah, so I definitely feel better about if that is still going to happen. I feel better about attending something outdoors. I know for Life is Beautiful, they're requiring vaccinations or negative COVID tests within yeah. like forty eight hours. So I feel like that might be like a Vegas thing. I'm sure. Yeah. So it'll probably be, and I know Emo Night just did that too. Right. So that'll probably be a thing then too. And I'm excited about that too because I think we. Uh, I don't know if I want to. I'll say it. So I've been working on a new tequila company called mm-hmm. Azucar. It's like a sister company of Sugar Taco. Yeah. Several of the Sugar Taco girls are involved in that. Jade, of course, our founder for Sugar Taco, is the CEO mm-hmm. of the tequila company. She's like a boss and yeah. amazing. So she started this and she's been working on it for about two years. I recently got involved in it and I'm super excited about it. But I've been talking to uh, the people who are helping out with that emo night festival mm-hmm. in Vegas about getting um, Azucar into the festival and they're doing these pool parties and stuff. So, so excited for that. And I was like torn. Cause I'm like, I feel like if we do this, I have to be there. But then also right. we wanted to do a shenanigans booth at BravoCon, And I was so torn. And because I committed to that first, I was like, I'm just doing BravoCon no matter what. And like, we'll have to send someone else from sugar taco to Vegas. Yeah. But now at least I don't have to decide. So yeah, that's a positive, I guess. What is the <laughs> alcohol percentage of those? 5.5. 5. 
Okay, so you could probably have more than two cans. Probably. Because <laughs> <laughs> what was the canned vino? Like 12% or something? I think it was like 11 or 12%. That's so crazy for it, canned wine. It was the equivalent, like, so two cans was the equivalent of a whole bottle of wine. So I don't know what that equates to with yeah. the liquor content. But as far as the Azucar is concerned, it's mixed with like uh, like lightly carbonated club soda. And then we're doing our three top selling flavors of margaritas at Sugar Taco. Oh, so nice. We're going to roll out with just passion fruit, lime, and spicy. Uh-huh. Um, and then there'll be other flavors to come. And we'll probably do like a variety pack. And you can get it in stores and restaurants and bars and stuff Love like that. Love that. So, yeah. Congrats. Thanks. And thank you for helping me with the label. <laughs> yeah. No, I love the font of the tequila and everything. Good. Yeah. It was like right at the time you were texting me, I was working on something that I'm not going to announce yet, but I was like working on the same type of thing for myself with like mm-hmm. labeling. Yes. And I was like, hold on, let me let me just get my brain finished on mine. And then I, wanna, I was like, <laughs> you know what? It's, I'm going to take a break from mine because it was giving me a fucking headache. And so then I looked at yours, and by by then you had already like pretty much figured it out. But I was like, ooh, I agree, so yeah, good, good. And I'm so excited for yours. I can't wait. I just asked you before yeah. we did the podcast. I'm like, can we talk about it yet? And you're like, not, no, not yet. Not yet. I don't want to announce it just yet. But there is something other than live shows that I'm working on that I'm so excited for. It's been a long time coming, and you guys will hear about it once it is closer to coming to fruition. Is yeah. That the word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, speaking of live shows. Yes, let's so inform the we people asking. are not going to do that one in OC after all because it was only on a Friday at 5 p.m. And I was like, eh, that, that doesn't really work for people, you know, driving from L.A. And it just seemed like it, the, the timing wasn't going to work. Um, yeah, and even if people were going to show up, it I feel like Sheena felt bad putting people in that position yeah, to have to come because in I, rush hour on a Friday. Yeah, I'm like, I don't want to drive, and it's my yeah. show, so like I can't expect people to do that. And I just, we wanted to start this at Sir, but then we had an opportunity to do it at this venue outdoors on the beach, like in Huntington. Because they reached out to us yeah. and offered it, which was so amazing. No, totally. And we tried to make it work, but I think logistically we just feel that Sir is I probably think so. the better move. Yeah, so <laughs> the first show is going to be at Sir. We don't have an exact date yet because I'm going to try and coordinate this with James Kennedy's tour dates because we want to do like a double whammy see you next Tuesday, but it'll start out with like either I was talking to Guillermo and Natalie about this. We can either do like dinner and a show and maybe why don't you guys give your opinion because we still have at least a month until we're doing this. We're not doing anything before Labor Day. So we're hoping for like mid-September depending on, I know James already has like so many dates booked and I really want to do it on a Tuesday with him. Something in the back garden we're thinking we'll have like a little bit of like a stage, but we're like, should we do like a prefixed menu and sell, you know, like, I don't know, like $50 tickets for like a three course like meal? Should we just do tickets for the event? And then it's like, you know, you guys buy your own drinks or do we do a drink ticket? Do we do tray past appetizers? Like we're trying to figure out those logistics. So I would love for you guys to, you know, comment below, leave a review, let us know what you think would be the best for that. As much as I love the dinner and a show, and this is how we even came up with the idea to begin with, I love that idea. My only concern with that is that would that mean we'd have less 
people seated and less people available, like able to get tickets. Like, so if people weren't eating and it was just set up in the garden in a different way, however, you know, with COVID and all the rules and restrictions, right. however we can get the most people in there, but safely would be ideal as opposed I to like, if like they're eating dinner, then we're not moving around any of yeah. the chairs. And I feel like if there's a way to maximize the space, it would be without having dinner. But that's my thought. I feel like we need to talk to Guillermo and Natalie a little bit more about this to figure yeah. it out and to figure out like what the capacity should be and like keeping Hold on, everything an in mind. idea just came to my mind. Ooh. What if we don't do the garden and we did it in the main lounge area and we're both just like sitting on the bar, you know, because then because like what I'm trying to think like oh. when I would perform like on my like the Wednesday nights there, I would perform on that bar, would pack the bar, would have a bunch of people there. And, you know, then people can still go up on the sides to the bar to get a drink during the show. I wonder if that will block off too much access to people getting drinks, though. But they have, they have but other bars. But, I mean, bars. It's, it's not going to be a full-hour podcast either. And then we can, like, maybe have, you know, like, someone pop up as, like, a guest bartender, mm-hmm. but then they're, like, on the podcast. Like a I don't surprise. Know. Yeah. <laughs> so we're still, we're obviously... We're um, figuring it out, but it's going to happen. out the details, but it is going to happen. They were really excited about this idea. We thought... Let's wait until after Labor Day. So it's just kind of the exact location, how many people, how we want to do it. But it is going to happen. And then we're going to see how that one goes. And then hopefully we can make that a monthly thing. And then who knows, maybe, you know, like next spring, take it on tour. Summer will be older then. That's not something I would do right now. It's not something I would probably do breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. But exciting things coming and I can't wait to tell you guys what I've been working on this past week that is literally like the longest time coming it's yeah. so you it's so it perfect is. I'm it's so, so me. excited and happy and proud of you Thanks. I cannot wait for this yeah it's going to be exciting so speaking of exciting news yes Let's say congratulations to Pandora. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's I, pregnant. When I saw that, mm-hmm. I literally saw, like, Daily Mail. Instantly, I grab my phone. I call her. I'm not even realizing it's World Dog Day, right? Oh, no. So I call her. She answers. It didn't even, like, half a ring. She's like, hello. I'm like, you're pregnant? <laughs> what? I was like, how far are you? She told me how far she was. I was like, what? And you did not tell me. I was like, oh, my God, what are you having? She's like, I'm announcing it next week. So I still don't know. Oh, wow. So I'm so excited. And then when I saw Lisa at Sir on Monday, I was like, so in solving, when you were saying that you wanted to take my baby, she you knew. knew that you, and she's like, I've known for five months. It was the biggest secret I had to keep. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And just seeing the videos of Lisa with Summer, like, yeah. you can just tell how much she I wants know. that and grandbaby. I know, and I'm like, and her knowing, like, the whole time oh. she was with summer and ocean and solving like i'm gonna get my yes. own soon oh that's oh, so yeah. happy for all of them I'm that's so, so, so wonderful excited for them yeah yay congratulations pandora you guys uh stay tuned for more details on our live show oh yeah we have questions <laughs> yeah here's some questions boom okay they wanted to know the update on the podcast and oc so i'm glad we covered yes. that um, two questions came in. Uh, Addie Braddy <laughs> wants Addie to know, Braddy. how did we meet? Um, I know we've discussed this before, but every time we post for questions, it always comes up. Yeah. So do you want to like, well, I feel give like a rundown they are realizing that we're posting for questions that they need to listen to the podcast for the answers. Well, They're she expecting does... for it to be on Instagram. Oh, I see. Interesting. Yeah, because people all the time, like, I'll get questions that come in and they're like, is this only for your podcast or are you going to answer them on Instagram? 
Instagram. Oh. So I feel like I need to do a Q&A on Instagram soon. Okay, yeah. But I also, I post the questions so you guys listen to the podcast right. to see <laughs> what our answer is. But we met through a mutual friend who neither of us are friends with anymore. That's a simple answer. Simple answer. <laughs> Okay, what baby milestone are you most excited for? And that's from Chelsea What? Oh, see, here's the thing. I'm like, I'm excited for all of them, but I don't want any of them to happen at the same time. I'm so excited for her to be able to roll over and crawl and walk and talk and be potty trained and like all of these things. But at the same time, I'm like, no, stay a baby. Just need me forever. Just snuggle me, lay on me. Don't roll over. Don't ever like change. So I'm, I'm excited for all of them, but I'm terrified for all of them too, especially the rolling over because, I mean, not like I ever leave her unattended, like on a table, like a changing table or anything like that. But I worry that when she sleeps, she loves to sleep on her stomach and I only let her nap on her stomach when I'm watching her the whole time. But the rolling over like just worries me mm-hmm. so much. I can see that. Yeah. worried about that but um but like I'm also excited yeah. for her to like how about to say mama yeah. yeah oh my god the other day it was just like in her like grunting and sounds she literally like said yeah <gasps> and I was like she just said yeah <laughs> but it, she didn't but she did how old is she right now like three and a half months. okay three and a half 15 weeks I feel like around five months some like words typically start coming out like you might hear something more and yeah very soon my mom's trying to get her to say like up so like when oh. like we have her in like one of her little seats to like have her arms up and be like up mama oh. up she's the cute she's got her ears pierced today I know she was a champ she was oh my god they she numbed her cry. and then she slept through the entire piercing like we got it on video because they did the first ear and we're like she didn't even flinch so my mom was like asked the doctor we went to a special like a specialist a doctor who does this yeah and my mom asked him she's like do you mind she's like I won't put you in it but can we like video it because like I want to show her dad like no look like because my mom went with me Brock didn't want to go okay and so we videoed the second one and she just like Nothing. Just just slept. I was so shocked. Like, yeah. Not even. She didn't even open her eye. She no. didn't even flinch. Nothing. No. They numbed her. I gave her a little bit of boob. She passed out on the boob. And then we got the doctor to come back in. And he was like, should we? I was like, she's asleep. So <laughs> if you want to just try it when she's asleep, that's probably the best position to be in. Yeah. And yeah, she didn't even flinch. She's so cute. And then your mom was showing me little uh, earrings that Kyle Chan made her. Yes. Gold. Yeah. Her They're first adorable. diamonds. Yes. Brock was saying for like my push present, he's like, well, I wanted to get you something with Summer's birthstone until I realized that's a diamond. <laughs> <laughs> but I got, I got diamonds on my ring. So yeah, so Kyle Chan said he wanted to be the first to make her her first pair of diamond earrings. They're so cute. It's so funny, like months ago, I don't even remember when it was, but I think it, your mom was on the podcast and we were talking about, before Summer was even born, Yeah, you we were talking about you had plans to do this. And then your mom was like, Jamie, would, would you ever? And I was like, no, I'll just wait. Like, if my kid wants her ears pierced, I'll wait for her to ask for it. Uh-huh. But I feel like people took that as if I'm like, no, Sheena, like you should not get your baby's ears pierced. Like, I'm like... Do what so you what want. So what if Ivy asked you tonight, Mom, I want to get my ears pierced. Yes. It's Ooh. totally up to her. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Like, I, I was only saying, like. Maybe when she that summers are pierced, she's going to want hers pierced. Maybe. It's it's totally her decision, like, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Like, But that doesn't, just because I feel that way about her doesn't mean yeah. I feel like everyone should 
or I'm against anybody doing this no, that wants to. I think to, everyone you know? should parent how they want to parent yeah. and not be influenced by other parents or friends or whatever. Yeah. You raise your kid how you want to raise your kid in the way you see best for them. And I'll do the same. Yeah. And I know our parenting styles are different. And there are things that we probably don't agree with each other on, but we don't let that affect our friendship. And that's one of the things that I love the most about us is yes. we can be polar opposites in certain things, but still have such a strong and great friendship. Yes. I love that about you because you are like the least judgmental person I've ever met. And I just, I, and you're so respectful. Yeah. And I just think that's so important in a friend. And I love that about you. Well, thank you. <laughs> I guess we can end on that note. Okay. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back next week getting into some more shenanigans. Bye. Sheena Shea. Shea FK. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Miss me, kiss me one more time Get over here, boy, I'ma make you mine Yeah, do you want it?